Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have a surprise for all of you. I have on Zoom with me right now, Joe Castro, and he is a special effects makeup artist. He was in, he do, you know, did special effects for movies like Night of the Demons 3, Clown, Clown Motel 2, Uncle Sam, and the upcoming Mutilator 2, among many others. How you doing, Joe? I'm doing pretty good. How, how's how's my audio? Can you hear me good? Yes, you sound great. All right, good, good. <laughs> awesome. Yes. So the first question I do got for you is, how did you get your start as an SFX artist? That's a great question. How did I, how did I get my start as a special effects artist? Well, I basically grew up like most young young men loving dragons and dinosaurs and my father saw this and he knew that I really liked it so uh, one uh, Saturday afternoon when he was babysitting me when my mother was away with her friends he sat me down in front of the tv and he said son watch this you're going to love it because my father knew me better than anybody and it was Godzilla versus the smog monster and so and this was 1977 and um, when, that was like the first time I ever like watched a whole movie like by myself in the living room. My father was outside doing some work on the ranch where, where I grew up. And um, when it was done, I like I was, you know, it just changed my whole life. I was like, what is this, dad? How do they do this? And he said, that's special effects, son. They, they, they use special effects to make that, make right. monsters and do that. And uh, I said, that's, that's what I want to do, dad. When I grow up, I want to I I make, make monsters. I want to do special effects. Nice, nice. That's awesome. So I know you're gonna you're working on Mutilator Two currently. Um, so what are you doing for that SFX wise? Well, I'm doing a lot. <laughs> That's about <laughs> all I can say. I, I I just got like I posted something online yesterday, uh, mm-hmm. and I was asked to actually take it down. Mm-hmm. I guess they're trying to keep everything very hush hush and quiet. Makes sense. Uh, there's all I'm gonna say is I'm doing. You know, Bud, Buddy Cooper, the director from the original film, is back to direct the sequel, and he's written this like really fun uh, uh, story script that uh, is in a, a lot of the same vein as the first film, mm-hmm. and he's just really up the ante on all the special effects, and it's just a real uh, a real classic throwback to the '80s with practical mm-hmm. effects and the slasher and everything you loved about the first film. I think you're going to find a lot of it and much more in this one. That's awesome. And as I mentioned earlier, you also did the SFX for both Uncle Sam and Night of the Demons 3. Um, so what did you do for those two films? Well, I was on the special effects crew okay. uh, for both of those films. And I had a, I had a, I had a team of, of fellow artists uh, mm-hmm. that uh, did the special effects and, you know, were actually responsible. You know, I had to, I had, a, you know, a, a, a bosses mm-hmm. and uh, the delegated authority. And so, you know, for, um, for Night of the Demons 3, um, you know, uh, I, I, I was working in the shop with, uh, with one of my teammates and they, I, I was responsible for all of Angela's skin that melts off nice. of her body at the end. I, I poured them up. I, I do kind of developed this. Um, they wanted it made out of this material called hot pour vinyl. And it was used quite a bit back in the day, but, uh, they wanted to make her skin out of hot pour vinyl and they wanted to, uh, uh pull it off the skeleton to make it look like she was, uh, her skin was falling off. And um, it's very difficult to paint this material. You can make it one color, but then it's hard to make it another color unless right. you use um, like permanent markers or you pre-tint another color and add it <laughs> as another layer onto that. So I kind of developed this process where I could paint the outside of her skin to look like flesh and the right. inside of her skin to look like meat on the inside. 
And uh, yeah, you know, just little stuff like that. I think there was Mm -hmm. a, I think there was a tongue that that comes out of the back of a guy's throat that I built like this two foot long tongue. I just fabricated it out of foam and there was a i think there was a oh at the end the climax one of the there's like a like a detective in the movie or something Mm -hmm. like that he's trying to figure out you know the killing and the crimes (laughs) and uh, he gets his heart ripped out and i made the the heart that gets ripped out and um uh there's this uh uh this scene where a guy puts on like a devil halloween mask and the mask like melts to his face and he becomes like the devil I nice. think I had something to do with that. I'm not sure what it was. I think I may have painted it or poured up the, I don't know what I did. It was little bits of this and that, but everybody had their nice. hands all over everything. And then uh, uh, for Uncle Sam, uh, let's see. Oh, there's um, a scene at the beginning of, of the movie, Uncle Sam. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, there's these two burned bodies that uh, are on camera uh, because of a helicopter accident, like a, right. a friendly fire helicopter accident where they were doing a, I guess like uh, t- tests, uh, what do you, you know, yeah. when they drills like military mm-hmm. drills and the, anyways. Uh, um, uh, so I built those bodies and, um, and I was on set very little for that, but I did get a chance to, you know, meet like PJ Souls and work with the nice. the, 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 the the young man that plays the the, the young boy in the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. I think he has some burn makeup on his face that I helped like take off on set, nice. that kind of thing. Not 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 as much as I did with. Um, uh, uh, um, uh, the Night of the Demons, but I did do one yeah. thing that was really crucial for Uncle Sam that most people are unaware of. Uh, while somebody else sculpted the Uncle Sam mask, I actually put it together. I actually, you know, the, the actual mask you see on the killer. Nice. You know, uh, I guess my boss thought, oh, Joe's not that great. Give give him the mask to do because it's supposed to be <laughs> You know, a little did he know that that would be like the most iconic nice. image of the whole film. Nice. And uh, it, it, my whole career has turned out that way. I think um, like sometimes people like will like hand me something to do, mm-hmm. thinking that no one's going to care about it or right. it's not worth their time. And then I take this amazing, grateful opportunity that I've been handed. Yeah. And I, I just I love it and relish it. And I am grateful for it. And I and I and I nice. produce something in a way that no one else would have given it the same love, you know nice that's awesome and uh yeah i don't know if you ever heard of the youtube channel dead meat um dead meat i think i have heard of it yes yep and i had the host on my show jamesy janice uh we were talking a lot but a lot of the like he does like a lot of like cheesy b-level type of movies um like for special occasions like for christmas time or new year's time or you know he'll do like new year's evil for new year's or he'll do like you know the the b-level christmas stuff and um i that's how i found a lot of his a lot of these b-level movies and i never heard of uncle sam until i saw his kill count on uncle sam uh okay yeah yeah and now every year on fourth of july i gotta watch uncle sam i watch uncle sam yeah yeah absolutely Yeah. great movie too Very, I, I love it i do um and i have, have amelia kincaid who played angela and night of the demons i have her coming on in a couple in about a month or so oh awesome yeah it's, it's, to have her on and talk about some of the special effects you did for her and everything that'll be really cool yeah absolutely that was that was those are good times you know it's absolutely. It a different time it was almost 20 years ago <laughs> good times but uh, yeah absolutely absolutely yeah so um so are you given creative freedom on your SFX designs and makeup, or do you kind of got to go based on the director and producer's direction? Well, that's a good question. Am I uh, given creative freedom to create the special effects that I create? Well, you know, it's 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 a mixture of both. You know, sometimes uh, the script is very if if a script is very well written, it, it comes with a, a very detailed 
uh, uh, descriptions of what is necessary in order to move the story yeah. forward. So I try to capture that as much as possible in my mm -hmm. special effects work. Okay. And um, uh, I think, I think, I think, uh, you know, like, like the job of a special effects artist is not really to be so much this amazing artist that everybody recognizes, mm -hmm. but to be a skilled artisan that can extract out of the mind of the director what he is trying to create. Yeah. You know, when you, when you come at it from that way, you become like a team player and you, and you become like this, like basically, you know, extension of the director's imagination. Yeah. And, um, and, it, and it works really well for me that way. Now, some, now some directors aren't, 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 aren't capable of doing that, you know, that, mm -hmm. and then, and so I try to interject my own ideas when I think it can be helpful. Uh, uh, and then sometimes directors are, are like, Joe, do whatever you think, whatever, whatever you think, you know, whatever you think works yeah. best. Uh, recently I made a, a head for, um, a director, a giant creature head. And there was already like a miniature model of the creature built yeah. for a stop motion sequence. And I built like a full scale live action head. And I didn't like the eyes that were on the, the miniature model. Mm -hmm. It just didn't, it was kind of, I, I think there could have been a better way to yeah. do them that would make the creature like even scarier and more, you know, just more relatable and, and sinister. So I asked the director, is it okay if I change the eyes on the head? Yeah. I want to, I want to, I, I think that it would be more effective. And he said, go for it. And sure enough, it was like, it was just night and day, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah. Anyways. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so what do you believe was the hardest design uh, that you ever had to do? Oh, that's a good question. Each, each, it's funny because as I move forward, everything I do, it becomes more and more challenging, more and more difficult. <laughs> I mean, there's some stuff I did uh, that, that I produced. You know, we haven't shot Mutilator 2 yet, but mm -hmm. there's some stuff that I've made. I won't go into detail, but I have literally, uh, you know, like if I get like a canker sore in my mouth from stress, then you know it's difficult. And like I got mm -hmm. a canker sore in my mouth just from one yeah, portion yeah. of this one thing. That's all I'm going to say about that. But there's some pretty <laughs> intense stuff in it. And um, yes. but ultimately, I mean, I think um, I think uh, 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 doing stuff that has to be um, super realistic when it's on a really tight, low budget. Yeah. And I don't have really much to work with. Like, let's say, for instance, I have to build a creature suit that has to fit somebody who I don't even know what's kind of supposed to fit. And it's yeah, supposed yeah. to be skin tight or, you know, streamlined or slim. I'm like, how do I how do I make this thing so it's a one size fits all yeah. and have it be realistic when someone's paying me a nickel? Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's the way I put it. It's like I, I was at the Burbank airport, uh, like two, I don't know, a month ago or two months ago. Mm -hmm. It costs six dollars for a bottle of orange juice at the airport. Now, you can't come at me with a nickel and expect me to make this amazing monster. Now, I'll do my best. But uh, yeah, you know, it, 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 it go, all goes down to like when you're watching a major motion picture on TV or HBO, or something yeah, like yeah. that, you know it's easy to make something look amazing when you have unlimited money. You know, yeah. it's very difficult to do things when you, when you, when you only have a nickel. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so what do you believe is the hardest part about being an SFX artist? And what about the easiest? Uh, the hardest part about being a special effects artist, the hard, one of the most difficult things to do about being a special effects artist is, um, um, uh, well, there's two things really. They're equally, uh, e equally difficult. One is, making people uncomfortable when I'm putting gluing stuff on their face and they've been in the makeup for long hours 
and then I have to do more stuff and taking the stuff off using chemicals around their eyes, on their mm -hmm. delicate skin, this kind of stuff. And people don't really talk about it that much, but it, 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 it can be, it's, it's uncomfortable making someone else uncomfortable. Yeah. And you know, we do our best, but ultimately having something glued to your face or your skin is not always the most fun thing. And some yeah. of us are tough guys, you know, we don't care. You know, one time I, <laughs> one time I, I glued, I super glued my lip to my chin to make, it, to make it look like a, my, my lip was burned, you know? <laughs> You know, and I, I, I'm, you know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm like a tank. I'm a tough guy. That stuff right. doesn't bother me. But having to look into the eyes of somebody else yeah, and asking yeah. them to do something that makes them uncomfortable is very difficult. And then, of course, um, uh, working with um, uh, 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 the only, the next difficult thing is working with directors that don't know what they're doing, mm -hmm. especially when you're working on a low budget. Because I have worked with many directors that their egos are so huge mm -hmm. and they're asking me to do stuff like for pennies on the dollar i pour my heart and soul into my work and then they don't even know how to photograph it correctly or or some of my best work will never be seen simply because the director had no idea what he was doing wow yeah that's very difficult yeah yeah yeah, yeah it really is it really is what about the easiest part about being sfx uh, let's see. The easiest part about being a special effects artist. Um, hmm, that's a good question. <laughs> you know, the easiest part. I don't know. I don't know what part of it. It's been easy. It's been a. It's been a long, a long, hard road to get where I am right now. Yeah. And that, that makes sense. That now. makes sense. Sometimes there isn't anything that's easy because being a special effects artist, like you especially with a horror movie you're the guy that makes the move the movie what it is yeah. you know like if it wasn't for you there wouldn't be death scenes or prosthetics or masks or makeup like you know yeah I, I was gonna say you know like the easiest part is when your job is done and the the, the cast and crew clap you know like yeah they really do you know when you do a good job mm -hmm. the cast and crew are very um a very um, uh, supportive yeah. on set when, especially if you only have one take to do it correctly, you know, yeah. you're carrying something on set or the blood has to hit the wall and then yeah. you, know, you can't do a second take because it has to be cleaned up or whatever it is. If you only have one shot and you do it perfectly. Yeah. And uh, I would say, I would say, say, but even that is difficult because, you know, um, it's such a dog eat dog world that people mm -hmm. uh, don't understand, don't realize that, we're being, you know, as artists, we're all kind of kicked down and pushed around quite a bit by the world around us. And, and taking, even taking a compliment can be difficult. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So do you have a specific process uh, when you're creating something that you kind of always go back to? Uh, that's a good, uh, good question. I'm, I'm, I, I, I do have like a uh, tried and true process when working with independent films and, you know, how I go about structuring how I work with producers and directors mm -hmm. and uh, the actors and the talent. But, uh, it, you know, it, it, everything comes with a variable that all changes mm -hmm. uh, from, from, from effect to effect sometimes. And, yeah. but ultimately uh, uh, you know, my, 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 uh, my secret is uh, you know, what would, uh, what, how, how would, how do you want to be remembered? How, mm -hmm. how, how, how do you want to be treated? How do you want, how, how do you want to be, uh, 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 how do you want to be um, involved in, in what, what capacity and how do you how do you want uh, uh, you know I treat others hopefully as the same way I wish to be treated and so, so when I go into a process you know I 
I try to be uh, open-minded to new ideas and yeah. uh, I remain teachable and, um, you know, I do my best. Uh, every, every job is, um, is uh, important to me. There are no little Absolutely. jobs anymore. And, and every job also has different money that you can spend on SFX. Like, uh, that's, no. This is true. Yeah. 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 I, 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 in fact, I, I, one of the things I tell people is mm-hmm. I don't, it doesn't matter what the budget is. My work still has to look amazing. Yeah. See, yeah. So people will come at me like, Oh, we're, we're only shooting a short for two days. Can we, you know, do you have this or that? And I'm like, yes, but my work still needs to look amazing. You know, yeah. I still have to have some sort of control over how yeah. my work is presented in your film because absolutely, um, yeah. And it doesn't matter if the movie is two minutes or an hour and a half, like that, 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 that two minutes has to have good special effects because somebody watching it wants to be like, Oh my God, how'd they do that? Not yeah, like, who, Oh, that was horrible. Or, or, yeah. Or who did that? Now who remember. did that? Exactly. Did that? What, what the hell was that? Who did that? It's, it's still got to look amazing. So. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so the last question I do got for you, um, do you have any other projects that you're currently working on um, that you would like to promote to the listening viewing audience, as well as any social media accounts, websites, or anything else that you want to plug? Oh, absolutely. Uh, the, the films that you should be looking out for that I'm working on are a Terror Tunes Part 4, which is a franchise my partner Steven Escobar and I uh, have been working on and pr- produced for the past uh, 22 years now. Uh, we have Part 4, Terror Tunes 4 is coming out. It'll be out this year. It's going to be an amazing movie. If you haven't had a chance to see any of the first three films, uh, you can find them online or reach out to me. Of course, we have a movie that I star in. I, I just started acting two years ago. And now I'm being cast in lead roles. And I just want to give a shout out. If anybody's making a movie and they and they need special effects, uh, but more importantly, if you need a, a really great actor, come and reach out to me on Facebook and awesome. put me in your film. But I'm going to be uh, the star of a movie called Appetite for Sin. And I played uh, this lead detective in the film, which is a lot of fun. Nice. Uh, it's directed by Matthew Banaha. And then and, and it's also produced by Joseph Kelly, a good friend of mine. Nice. Uh, also Clown Motel to death yep. through, his, through his part which is the nice. sequel to clown motel uh just produced by joseph kelly and i have a i have a, a, a an acting role in that as well i'm actually in the very first scene of the film and i get a chance to do some special effects for it and then we also have a movie called pretty boy which is a sequel to blind and that's directed by marcel waltz and written by joe netter and just an amazing talented cast and crew of people robert rustler's in it and maria olsen and sarah french and the list goes on and on and on Devin pin and i got i got to do all these like really cool fun like nice. really like how, how do i explain it? they kind of remind me of like this like you know old school friday the 13th death kills right. in it so and that'll come out hopefully this year and then um there's a, a new movie that i shot with a really talented group of people in uh florida it's called mm-hmm. the beast comes at midnight nice. and uh it's directed by christopher jackson and produced by todd oifer and uh, uh ed mckeever and uh um it stars Michael McKeever and uh, I get to play the beast. So awesome. uh, that's, that's coming out this year. And um, let's see what else. <laughs> uh, there's, just, there's a whole bunch of stuff. I, I know I'm forgetting, you know, uh, uh, we have a, a, a what's his name? I, I, I'm already, I'm already forgetting everything else. The barn two is coming out. I got to do uh, all the reinvent, all the killers for that film. I think it's going to be out this year. Um, and um 
Yeah. So uh, anything else you're in, I'm sure it'll be on your IMDb. So if anybody's interested, they could just check right there. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for letting me ramble on about that. Yeah. Yeah. Not a problem at all. I mean, this is your time to promote whatever you got going on. And I mean, there's a lot of good indie projects out there and a lot of good uh, films that need special effects and, you know, that need publicity and promotion. And they wouldn't have it if it wasn't for platforms like what I have and other, you know, podcasts. Absolutely. And I want to thank you very much for having me on your show. What Absolutely. you and other people do to get the word out about our work is a very integral part of what, what we need and what we do here. And yep. I want to thank you for your service, Scotty. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And uh, after I let you go, I'm going to, if I'm not too lazy, I'm going to shave this off for my movie role I have coming up. <laughs> Playing right, the lead right. heavy duty man. <laughs> Yeah, well, I thank you so much, Joe, for joining me tonight. It's been an honor to talk to you, um, and I really hope you have a great rest of your night. Thank you so much, Scotty. All right. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye-bye.